Oh my gosh, wow. It's getting so light and so pretty. Yeah. Yay. Um, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Oh, we kind of have a bit of a fun episode. Well, I say okay. fun. It's like... <laughs> Fucking dull and boring it's, and we're it's talking. Like, it's extremely emotionally harrowing. So drink that coffee and get ready to spill all of your darkest secrets. That was a patchable. Patchable. This is when he's going to come and be like, doof. Doof, doof, doof. Let me in. Made my batch. <laughs> You've fed in there, haven't you? Yeah, I know, but we want more. Oh, I need to bring his meds. Sorry. Did Joe forget to do his meds at the weekend? Yeah, the two yeah. days we were away. <laughs> Medless dog. And then he goes, oh, yeah, but it's all right, because if it takes months to kick in, then two days won't make a difference. So I was like, no, they won't. They won't. They won't. They're cool. It's fine. It's fine. Patches <laughs> like over there, like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and then we understand. Yeah, all the patchy Oh dear. Um, well, but yes, so it's about finding your place in the world, and that's it. Will make sense when I ask the questions, and it's not about finding your place in the world in a sense like of that you feel like you don't, you shouldn't be on this earth type thing. Not, not. It's not as deep as that yeah um but it's just yeah you know sometimes when you feel like you belong and then other times you feel mm-hmm. like you're kind of on the outer edges of stuff yeah it's fun. yeah sometimes I feel like I should be an alien mm, that makes sense to <laughs> maybe these are all your dreams maybe maybe, you're, maybe, maybe your dreams are like yeah. your past lives as an alien yeah they're like I just got so sad yeah, I don't blame that you got so sad, Sarika. It was yeah. a really horrible time. The horrible time. <laughs> yeah. And the, oh, the little alien me wanting to get married. <laughs> and um, this is maybe this is how you have to stay on Earth. You have to get married to Joe. So what, and then I teleport into space? Or? <laughs> no, so you can stay on Earth. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Although you can tell it. Maybe that's where you go in your honeymoon as you teleport into space. To alien land. Yeah. With all my big head bald friends. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> aliens. Aliens. So aliens maybe don't necessarily look like that. Maybe aliens just look like... I'm going off like E.T. Yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. They all look like... They actually, all... you don't know, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> they you all look know. like E.T. <laughs> <laughs> how it is. I can... I just okay. know. I mean, you are an alien, so I'm just going <laughs> to accept your, like... Your... your your knowledge on this okay fair oh dear should we actually get into recording yeah shall we yeah. shall we <laughs> oh dear how's your week been yeah my week has been okay it's been I was gonna say it's been so long it's Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> um, what's been so long uh, oh your yeah, week my week <laughs> um yeah no it's been okay my period is testing my life right now it Central my strength. The gym yesterday put me in the worst mood on Sunday. I'm surprised you even went to the gym. I was like, Ugh. yeah, I just, I just, I went needed, to bed. I just, yeah, <laughs> I really, when I was there, I really wish I had gone for them. My mum rang me and I was like, oh, I'm just in the gym. She said, oh, okay. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least your mum called you. My mother still, I'm just, I'm just sitting here waiting, Mum, just so you know. Oh, this is a big bombshell. My mother didn't call me on my birthday. 
she we spoke she to still, no she still hasn't called me i'm sitting here being like the stubborn child waiting for her to pick up the phone and be like happy birthday she's probably gonna be like devastated when she's i know she's probably gonna sit there crying but you know what mum? sugar <laughs> yeah mum. it's okay mum. i'm actually joking and i feel really bad if i make you feel sad so don't cry <laughs> she is joking also the way home from Togo, she did turn around and be like she didn't call me my mum <laughs> to be fair you were like oh, and yeah, I was, was like oh. yeah I was quite shocked and then we were both like Mandy not Richard not Richard because Richard just sits in the background of the call anyway and sings his own song and chimes in <laughs> <laughs> but Mandy yeah responsibilities as a mother Mandy sometimes my mum does something very similar maybe it's a Mandy thing oh, what not call you on your birthday just like not calling me or just like not or sometimes I'll be talking to her and then she's clearly not listening and just changes the subject yeah and I'm like I wasn't done talking about me there's nothing more important to you on this earth than me than me but no she's yeah. usually chasing after the dogs and they're like oh look what the dog's doing I'm like that's I, that's nice yeah, but I was actually talking to actually quite serious but okay there is something more important <laughs> there's two um, little doggos <laughs> Uh, how was your week? Yeah. 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 It's been a yeah <laughs> week. It doesn't matter that it's Tuesday morning. It's been a yeah week. Yeah. So I've kind of come to my realization at the moment that I'm, I had this epiphany this morning. I am in that spot with work where I'm like not learning, not earning. Right. I'm just bored. Yeah. But that's all right. Sometimes, sometimes you just go through these phases. <laughs> Yeah, do you think that sometimes you do have to go through those phases? Yeah. And that you'll come out the other side of them? Yeah, absolutely. It's a little hard because I'm just like, at the moment, I'm just really trying to see value in it. But there will, I know that there will be, but I'm just like, yeah, I feel like I'm just going around. How long do you think the phase lasts before it becomes, or should last before it kind of becomes an issue and that you should be looking to? Um, I guess it's case by case, isn't it? So, mm. like, I know with this role, there will be a change at some point. I don't know when, but I well, I'm guessing that there will be. There needs to be a change in like our structure, our team structure, and things. So at least I can see that there's an opportunity there. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't know. Do you play it for the long game, like you said, it's a case by case thing. But yeah, for me personally, if this went on for like six months. I, I probably just recog- at the recognition point now. So if I went another six months down the track and I'm like, I'm still in the same headspace, then that's when I'd be like, okay, it's time to move on. Yeah. That's good that you've recognized yeah. it though and that you were kind of calling it for what it is and being like, okay, like you say, you have your sort of loose action plan and that, yeah, if I still feel like this in six months' time, yeah. then, then I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, um, it's officially been the longest that I've been at any job. <laughs> in a bad way just like in a way that I haven't moved city yes, moved true. country yeah that's true so if you don't count can because that was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth it's actually the longest yeah. I've ever been in any role congratulations thank you yes, a year and a month and a bit longer <laughs> she's, rededic- she's rededicated to her work <laughs> um, no but it's like you say it's not just because you've been but it's just because life's been happening. Yeah, not because you've 
been leaving because you are like, oh, I've done the year. Bye. <laughs> Bye. And it's because you've moved around. Yeah. And this is something we should talk about is like CVs and obviously our generation specifically mm-hmm. have a problem with um, like seeming flighty to employers because we yeah. have so many like different roles on our CV and we move when we need to change or we move. We don't kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say we don't stick it out because I don't think that's fair to say because I think you've got some companies that you actually just need to move on from. Yeah, and then you, and if you're not progressing, and then there are other places where you progress and you you might be there for five years because you are sort of yeah. like climbing and moving. And but I also just think sometimes I look at some people I've worked with, and I'm like, you need to move. Yeah, and they would have been like, oh, I've been here for fifteen years. And yeah, it's exact it's like, same role. Change your life. Just shake it's it up. Just say, oh, okay. But I love that you're happy. But do you? Yeah, do you happy? not want to? <laughs> like, yeah, are you happy? Do you not want yeah. to go and do something else? And it's not. I don't say that to shame people, but it's just like there's there's other things. Yeah, there's more to life. And yeah, it is. I mean, but I have. I mean, I've known people that are flighty. Mm. Um. But I've known people that are flighty across all generations, not just yeah. like our generation. But yeah, I think we're a lot more dedicated to our personal development and we see yeah. our jobs as our personal development rather than just helping a company develop yeah. by us being there. Yeah. Well, that's what I said to you the other day, eh? how mm. I was like doing all this work and I was like, just I'm putting company. all my energy into my work, which is great. But then you and I have projects, we have like our own little side hustles we've got our own like personalities that we kind of want to develop and I'm putting it all all my time and my effort into someone else and that's when I kind of am like is it worth it or is it like where I don't know where that line gets drawn where I need to decide actually I need to do this for me now because I'm not gonna like I come home I don't have the energy to do anything for myself because I'm like this client, this client, this client, work done. <laughs> and it's really, it is really sad when that happens. I hate, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. And yeah. Yeah. And you're right. You are not just living to do some the stuff for other people mm-hmm. all the time. You want to have that energy to focus on yourself. And that's where, when you really think about it, work is such a weird concept. It is an odd concept. That we have to go and do this to make money so that we can live. And we just do all these things. Yeah, the earth would keep spinning regardless of whether we did all these things. But yeah. we have to just go and do these. We have to go yeah. out to our silly little jobs every day, and it's just very—it's very odd. It is interesting. I mean, you think of like the like where it comes from and farming, and um, I get that. I get like food production, but then when it gets to a point where you're selling, like I remember I was selling kitchen benches at one point, and I was just like, and the owner of the company just wanted to make money, and I'm going. Uh, what um, is what is life right what now? What is the point of this life? What is happening? Yeah, yeah, I get a bit the same. Yeah, yeah. There are certain things I do, and I'm just like, this is yeah. Like, why are we doing this? Why is a collective, international collective of people? Should are we, we doing this? Should we start a movement? Should, should we start like, protesting? Do you know what? I really want to protest marketing. I think some of it's so stupid. Yeah, same. I'm like. If I'm not you want sure to do that, something cool, don't do it. I'm not sure that many people would be on board with our cause, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I've never been to a protest. Uh, no, I've been to like a mini protest. Oh, I've never been to a protest. I'd actually be like quite scared too. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, I think I'd be a bit 
a bit scared as well. Yeah. I went to a mini one outside the White House when oh, Trump yeah, was president. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, and it was so fun. It was like her people with drums and a little shark costume passing out Swedish fish. And yeah, we were just like... You were just there. We were just chanting, and it was it was a great time. Yeah, and um, watch me somehow end up on the FBI like watch list now for what? saying that, but for being protesting Trump, I don't think they care very much. <laughs> I think they've got bigger issues right um, now. But yeah, no, I've never been to like I remember when the extinct Amy and I walked through London, the Extinction Rebellion one was happening. Yeah, and it was massive, and we were just like, eh, yeah, we're scared. Yeah, well, I don't know. Do you feel like I've got? Do you feel like you've got a big personality, but you've also got not a big enough personality for it? Like, yes. you're kind of like, oh, I, think, I can see both sides, so I'm just going to step back and find another action. I think there are times, there are certain things I would definitely go out and march for. Yeah. Like, if reproductive rights, for example, yeah. were ever threatened in either here or like in the UK or wherever yeah. I was living in like they have been in America yeah I would absolutely 100% go out and march and be a really strong believer in it I would actually do that one as well yeah and that's the only one though the same stage. way like for other things as well like if they tried to repeal like gay marriage I'd probably go out and march support, for that yeah. support for that as well and yeah. there, there were other things as well I'd go out but yeah there are a lot yeah. of times where I'm just like oh scared like yeah like, i'm talking like a protest that's like not really born out of anything yeah and people just like just deciding that they're just the... going to protest yeah like I... work protests i get them they're fine they don't count these are like the one we had in new zealand last year oh yeah that was quite it was just like i get your point i get the government's point i get everyone's point i'm not on either side here but Wait, we don't need off? to set fire to things. Yeah, like, that turned into like chill, 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 didn't it? Yeah, it did. Oh god, that, was, that doesn't feel very on brand for New Zealand at all. Yeah. You, want a, you want a land of rioters? Apparently, we are. You're a land of peaceful people. <laughs> not that. Not all that peaceful, but, but you're a land of uh, nice people. Yes, the free people. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, we should, <laughs> should probably uh, get on track. We'll talk about that stuff in a bit a later day. Um, I'm really keen to jump on that. Um, having lots of jobs on your cv thing yes same mentally writing it writing it down yeah also this is going to be on the interwebs forever so if i ever need to refer back to it i can yay what just send people this way be like oh actually i did a, an episode of um <laughs> oh you're meaning you're meaning Read, the note taking the note taking oh, okay, i got you i got you i thought you were meaning to like if you're going to a job interview and someone's yeah. like why have you got so many jobs i'll just go listen to my podcast um, excuse me i've pre- actually prepared a, prepared, oh, prepared a presentation on this yes play we will we are just gonna listen to the full episode yeah. i haven't cut it down to <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like i said this is a little bit talking about because you know, i've kind of struggled with at times and i know i'm pretty sure i know you have as well about finding mm. your place in the world and feeling like you have that you are making like an impact and that you're belonging and that you have you have your space yeah. and it's yours yeah and yeah, I've often at times struggled feeling very much like I'm on the peripheral mm. of stuff. And I it's it can be a bit weird and it can be very challenging. And especially at work sometimes you feel, you know those days when nothing's really going right? And it's so one most days. <laughs> <laughs> so every single day. You know, every um, day. <laughs> so, you know, when things, and then, but then you have other days when things really go right. 
and you feel like you're in it. <laughs> All right, think back. <laughs> Stop ruining the episode. <laughs> but you have other days where, derailing. where things do go right and you feel like you're an integral part of the team and the mm. company and people are coming to you for stuff and you're like, yes, yes, I can do this. And then there are other times when it's like, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong, I need this, I need that. And you're just like... Eh. And it makes you feel yeah. like you're kind of, you've been pushed out to the side. Yeah. Even if you haven't, it makes yeah. you feel that way. What is the first thing that made you feel like you'd found your place in the world, whether that be in a work environment, in a just general life environment? Um, <laughs> silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I might have been camp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's part of the reason I go back. So, like, keep going back. Um, and I've actually like I've not copped shit for it for it this if I go back this summer, which I'm talking about. But I have had a few people be like, "Well, you're engaged. You've got a house. You've got dogs. Like, it's probably time to let it go." And I'm like, "Yeah, fair. It probably is." But at this stage, it's still a learning opportunity for me, and it's still a learning opportunity for me to grow. So. That's why. Anyway. But it's your side, little it's, side note. It's your place as well. Yeah. It? And that's it. And for me, I had such a weird, not weird upbringing, but like I had a weird time in my life where I didn't really have home. And that was the only consistency for me because I couldn't go back to my parents' house. I couldn't stay in one country, aside from New Zealand, but I didn't want to be in New Zealand. Like I wanted to be anywhere. But, um, and so that was like my one consistency. So I think that for me was like I've found my little place and my little happy place more than anything. Like I was just content. I didn't care who I was. I didn't care that like I got up every day and didn't put makeup on. And so I used to be obsessed with that. I'd be like getting up in the morning and full face of eyeliner and everything. And I just didn't have to do that at camp. Mm. That's probably where I first found my place. And also you were you rose in prominence in like the team and stuff. Yeah. So you, I felt that I had purpose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. That's something that's really makes you feel like you belong is that sense of purpose. Exactly. Um, which can be really difficult when, like when I say, when things are going wrong, you suddenly feel like, what is my purpose? Yeah. Like, like why am I here? Yeah. No, no one needs me. Yeah. Apparently I'm quite shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely had roles where I'm like, I don't belong here and I've known that from the start and I've just made gotten through as much as I can and this oh, it's always super uncomfortable when you feel like you're sitting on the periphery of a team. Yeah. And you're just there like, ah, I don't really know why my purpose is here. Yeah. I don't really think that I yeah, that like you say belong or Yeah. Yeah, it's really challenging. And you get that like juju vibe. Well not that juju vibe, but you just get that vibe that people don't like you and mm. you just don't like them and yeah. It's just not right. Like you haven't found your people. I don't think you'll ever find your people, all of your people. No, I don't think you'll ever find all of your people at once. Yeah. Um, you can build, you have little people that you pick up from different times of your life and you put, <laughs> them, in, and you put them in a little bag and little you carry box. them around. But no, I think you'll never always find all of your people. No. Because you just, there's more out there. There's you always just more. Don't get on with everyone. And actually, I think it's super important to have different people from different parts of your life yeah. and through different time periods of your life. Like, yeah. it's, because then you otherwise you end up getting that stagnation where you just it's like, oh, these are my people, this is my time, cool. Yeah. I'm just gonna be here forever. And then you end up in the same place for 
again if you are truly happy whatever cool but you end up in the same place for a really long time and actually can kind of stagnate without realizing it yeah and there are other opportunities for you to explore and that's exciting yeah i agree how about you i think the first time this is actually quite difficult to answer i always ask you these questions and i'm like oh my god maddie i can't believe you're just sitting here in silence why haven't you been able to answer my question and i was like i forgot that i wrote i've I've had time to think about i've written these questions and i don't know the answer yet and i don't know the answer i think the first time i found my place was probably it was definitely long i think it might have been starting my when I started work mm. and started my, and I, in my first job I had, although it was absolutely mad times and there have been some really horrendous things that happened, I found a really nice core group of friends. And there was a period of about six months where I was a really integral team member yeah. and people relied on me. But don't know, it'd be very stressful at times, but people relied on me for things and they came to me about stuff and it was, and I had my friends and that was kind of the first time I felt like I was, I, I belonged somewhere people needed me for stuff yeah and it's not just about people needing you but it does it does help cement you in that position and yeah. it's kind of very similar to you at camp like you know people were relying on you and needed you for yeah. stuff and it you, it I mean it don't get me wrong obviously like strokes your ego a little yeah. bit but it helps you feel like yes this is where I need to be in this moment yeah and I knew that I needed to move away from that I knew that mm. I was then coming kind of I'd risen not not risen but like come yeah. out of it mm. and was then starting to lose my place yeah. a little bit and that's when I knew it was time for me to make a change and my change was in fact going to camp oh, which that. again how also helped me find my place in the world in a different yeah. sense because it completely opened my eyes to you yeah. don't have to just live in this way of you get a job, you do that, you do this, you do that, you buy a house. Like, it's not, or doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to be that linear pattern, you know, working with all these people that have moved around a lot. Like, for example, yourself and, you know, mm. just kind of just being a little bit more. Like, oh, these are possibilities. Yeah. And just, yeah. Not carefree is not the right word for it, but just living just a little bit more for yourself. Yeah. And that, that was a big, that was a big thing for me. Have you, kind of, I have answered this, but about working in a role that made you feel like you belonged and that you were part of a team on a deeper level do you think that like camp is a big yeah do you know actually most of my roles like most of my bigger roles Mm. like reads I'm trying to think through now um camp definitely and then I was thinking when you said about working and thinking it's time to move on um and like just seeing different perspectives one of my jobs that I would Probably the only job that I would go back to in a heartbeat was at that PR firm in Singapore. But I think at the time I was too, like I took so much from it, but I was just too young to hold on to it. And I remember sitting there and being like, is this all we do? Like, do we just, I've told you this, do we just sit at desks and wait for our next holiday to Thailand? Like, is that it? (laughs) And everyone was kind of like, yeah. I was like, hmm, (laughs) this isn't quite right. (laughs) And that's when I went back to camp. But um, in, like, hindsight, mm. I should have held on to that. But at the same time, like, I probably wouldn't have grown as the person that I am. So I'm like, uh, like, it could have gone either way. But I definitely think that that was probably the job that I felt I was the lowest member of the team 
by far. Like I was the youngest, I was just the lowest in every which way. Um, but I just felt like I was, my voice was heard. I felt like I had opinions and opinions, but I also had a purpose. Like even if it was getting into a taxi and going, picking up printing, I was like the little mad woman that just went and did all the little coordination things, but people actually really appreciated it. And that was the difference. Yeah. It pulled the team together and it was like, Oh, we need Maddie. And it's yeah. That great time where you can be like, I'll do that. And not at the sake of being like a yes person, but just at the sake of being like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And it's going to, it's going to be the thing that changes. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know, they tagged me on a little post on Instagram. They like did a flashback post. And I was in it. And then the like managing director who was like my boss, like a couple up above me boss. Mm. Um, she tagged me in a little comment. She's like, I miss you so much. And I was like, this is, that was 2018. So this is five years on. And she's like, I miss you. And I'm like, oh, I miss you guys, I miss but you I can't guys. get a visa. <laughs> Singapore government. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, this is a shout out to the Singaporean government. Maddie needs a visa. Although actually, that, I don't ent- now. that entirely derails everything. So yeah, no, don't grant her the visa. The plans. Don't grant her the visa. Florence for Patrick. I don't think Florence and Patrick would love Singapore. Yeah, we, we couldn't take that. Yeah, no. We could maybe actually take Floss. She'd be the one that we could take because she'd be so good with the city living and she'd be all right. Like she loves sleeping. So yeah. the indoor outdoor thing, as long as we could find like somewhere for her to run in the park every day, which they have, they have heaps yeah, of spots. Yeah, I can say, and you guys get up super early to walk anyway. So yeah. you just get up early. The only thing scary about that floss, you couldn't we really take it down to the river? Oh yeah, but they have to be on lead. Oh, you know, you, so there's most areas in town they have to be on lead. That and makes sense. Otherwise, it'd be flipping lawless. Yeah, dog roam yeah. place. So actually, I feel like I feel like city living for Floss would be okay. It's just Patch, and you just you should just be like, I hate my life. Don't take me outside. Don't want to see doggos. Don't want yeah. to see people too pa- hard. Yeah, Patchy Poo would not be. Yeah. He's just Although like, he'd do that, you know, when he pants and he does that lovely smile thing where he looks over you and he's like, I'm stressed. I'm so stressed. So but he looks like, oh, you look so handsome. But he looks like he's smiling. So Patchy, you having a nice time? And he's like, he's like no. <laughs> so stressed. <laughs> it's like not even hot as well when he does it, eh? He's like oh. out in the car and he's just like, and we're like, oh, Patch looks, you're fine. And he's like, I was happy you looked. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get patch for some of those sickness bums like I have. Yeah, I was just gonna say, can I derail this for a second yeah. and ask for any um anyone that's had car sick animals that car- he doesn't throw up, so we've got he's thrown up once since we've had him in the three almost three years we've had him. Two was years. that the other, was that the other month when he threw up in your bedroom? Yeah, yeah. That's the only time he's ever thrown up um that I've seen since we've had him so if anyone has any recs for a dog that like hates being in the car because he's car sick yes <laughs> thank you so much anyway moving on back to back finding our place assuming normal program <laughs> this is this is my place where i ask for dog recommendations <laughs> i found it <laughs> with my aliens um what would you say to yourself in the moments where you felt lost in the world so if you think back to i know a time i can probably identify a time that you felt particularly lost yeah when when I called you yeah yeah and also when you were I would guess I don't know if you might um but when you were living in Australia 
<laughs> I love that. Right? Skinniest, fittest I've ever been. But that's the most miserable. Yeah. Definitely the most miserable. Yeah, I don't know. That was a decision that was influenced by a lot of things. And then mum and dad, it was five, four hours or five hours from Perth to Singapore. And I saw that as like, you could li- I can live in Australia without applying for a visa or anything. It was reasonably cheap. So that was for me, like, I couldn't go to Indonesia. I couldn't go to Thailand. Like, I couldn't go anywhere within Southeast Asia. So I just went to Australia. Because, yeah, it's the closest point to, yeah, point to Singapore, but without living in Singapore. And I wasn't there for that long, but I had that job where the owner absolutely went off the rails and it was just me in the store. And then there was another girl that came in, but then she was caught stealing stuff. So then she was like asked to leave and then it was just me. And I literally just like six days a week was at this bikini store walk, but I walked to work. I walked home. I went to F45. I went to bed, ate a block of chocolate. Just, I just want to put that out there. Ate mm. the whole block of chocolate. They spent a lot of money on chocolate that year. Sadly, I'd probably done the same if I had walked to and from work and then went to F45 training. Yeah, 45 minutes walk, 45 minutes back. (laughs) F45, another 45 minutes. No, I was just like, I just didn't have anything else to do. Um, I know that um, I speaking to you at that time and you had that great sense of like isolation and loneliness. and I couldn't make friends. Yeah. I was just miserable. I didn't like, like I liked my job enough. I quite like being in that retail position where you can just chat to people and play with like the displays of the clothes and I was doing their social media so when no one was in I was just taking photos and of not of me of like the clothes and like doing flat lays and things like that so I was having a great time but I didn't have anyone at work to talk to unless the boss was there and that was fine like we had a laugh but I was low-key like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the stuff she said, I was like, are you okay? (laughs) Anyway, and then I'd go home and I had my flatmates, but they'd be out doing things and they had their own life together. Like much like Joe and I have our life. Um, We just choose to acknowledge you. (laughs) But yeah, so then, and then I got F45, but then I just didn't like I don't know like have I've found that people are always like if you go to a new country we've definitely spoken about this and you go to the gym it's a good way of making friends I've never been able to make friends at the gym no never like this is I see this on Instagram like oh the gym community is so supportive yeah I'm like what gym like I understand that there are gyms like I know but my boss goes out for to the gym and then for a coffee every morning yeah fine but like I'm like no, oh yeah. God. Who on earth would we make friends with in our gym? <laughs> <laughs> so there is a man in our gym. We're not going to identify him by anything because not that I. <laughs> could you imagine if he listens to this? Um, Can we identify him by his lycra tights? Yeah, so he wears these lycra tights, although he, he hasn't been wearing them, and I'm actually quite excited for the winter for him to put them back on because his shorts are like criminally short. Anyway, and he wears his little headphones he on his head, he wears his on his head, headphones. but not on his he- ears. Yeah, I that's think, what it, it annoys he, me. Because he, he's, he chat- he's chatting to everyone, and it doesn't. He, I'm convinced by the theory slightly that he actually just sleeps at the gym. Yeah. So, I we can go at like sometimes I'll go straight after work, mm. um, and I can go at like five five thirty p.m. and he's there. Whereas I quite often go like last night I went at 
I think about quarter to nine at night. Yeah. And he was there. And I'm genuinely, I've driven past before at six and then actually gone to the gym myself at half past eight. Yeah. And he's been there the whole time. He's so his, his car. His, his yeah. car has been there the whole and time. And he's got a really easily identifiable car. Too. Yes. So he takes his work car in. Yeah. So you can always see when he's there. And he must be there for about four hours. I know. Every he stresses night. me out. Every night. And he's he, not a nice person to be around. No, he isn't. He's a very, he's an example of how you shouldn't be in the gym. Like you shouldn't be outwardly, openly talking about people that are also oh, yeah. in the gym, especially like talking about girls, especially kind of as a, he's a big man and he's there talking about girls who are also in the gym and could yeah. hear him and like just being, yeah. Yeah. It's and it's kind of obvious that. that they don't know each other yes. and it's just like, and then the way you walk in and the eyes, the yeah, eyes like art. And it's not, it's not us being, cause I know that's been a bit of a phenomenon recently about women calling out creepy gym men, but actually they're not being creepy. They're just like existing in the gym. Mm-hmm. And but we're not making this up. Like he, he is like stares you down yeah. and, and like looks you up and down. And yeah. they're like, <laughs> I've just started looking. Well, I haven't been to the gym for a while because I'm just like, no, at the moment. But um, I just started look, like staring dead at him yeah. when he looked at me. And then he'd like kind of, it was just who could break it first. And I just didn't care. I was at the point where I was like, and that's a good thing to do. You're going to do it like, you can stare at me. I'm gonna stare at you and make Still you it, you're and small, make you <laughs> make you aware of the fact that I know that you're staring at me. Yeah. So you're gonna do it to me. I'm gonna do it to you. Yeah. And I put my bitch face on because yeah. otherwise they think that you're into them. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, stop. All right. So when you're at like a bar or a club and you make more than zero point two seconds eye contact with the creepy dude, and then he's like, oh, you're clearly into it. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. And then you, you can't no, no, shake no. him. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure there's crazy girls. There are oh, crazy girls like that, actually. Sure. I've definitely seen them. 100%. There's, it's just people in general. Yeah. But yeah, from our, obviously from our experiences, yeah, you'd stare at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know definitely women like that. I think I've, I've known a few that <laughs> you watch them just like, what are you just, doing? Come back. come back here. <laughs> just relax. Like the girls that want to go out to get drunk to hook up with someone. Yes. I definitely used to be one of those girls for like a little time in my life, a very short time. That's when I didn't belong. That's mm. definitely like I felt like I tried to party lots and just drink as much as I could and try and get with guys just to try just and to find find yeah fit in. Ah, are you okay? No, I just like attacked my own ankle with my ring. Sorry, okay, dear. Story. Oh dear, ah. that actually really hurt. I think I hit one of my bites. Um, yeah. Where was I going with that? That you felt like you didn't belong and that you yeah. were just doing kind of. Forcing yourself into social situations, yes, just to try and be like, yeah, aha, I'm having the greatest time, the best I'm time partying, ever. and yeah. I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah, I like I could a grandma. I would love to go out with my close friends. Like I'd love to go out with you and Ayla. I'd love to pull like a whole group of girls together, which we will. But I couldn't care less about going into town. Like I wouldn't care if we just sat here and got absolutely shit faced. I and feel like I'm already in my thirties. I can <laughs> say that's what I prefer. It's yeah. like not the thought of going out and having to wear uncomfortable clothes and being yeah. whereas you can just get shit faced in your pajamas. Like we did the other night. Yeah, exactly like we did the other night. You eat you eat snacks and you drink wine and gin. Yeah. Yeah. We drink a lot in our case a lot of Ooh, gin. We did drink a lot of gin. We drank a whole bottle plus some between the three of us. Yay. Yay. <laughs> but we had fun. Like yes. we were just enjoying ourselves and I think that was like that was a moment of real belonging mm. 
is just being with the people people that you're close with and knowing and just enjoying you, yourself and being around this actually kind of leads into another question but we're mm. just going to go with it now okay I think having those really genuine strong friendships makes yeah. you feel like you yeah. belong because there's not there is nothing worse kind of in the same way we talk about it in a work environment where you feel like you're not really fully welcome there's nothing yeah. worse than feeling that in a friendship group as well yeah. and this is what I mean I've I know that you're the same, never been in a part of a massive friendship group. I've always had no. very close little friends, like well, little friends, <laughs> like little teeny you know, weeny like, ones, teeny friends, doggos. Um, <laughs> my dogs are my own friends, that's what I'm trying to say. No, I've always had like pockets of very close friends yeah. and that are like, kind of like my chosen family. Yeah. Like very much so. I'm very much a person that has, creates really strong bonds mm. with people. And when you spend time in their company, you're like, I we really want yes yeah. and we really want to spend this time with yeah. each other and that's a time when I felt particularly lost is when they all moved to university mm. and my ex-boyfriend had moved to uni as well and I just remember feeling like they were making all these new friends and having all this new experience and I was just completely on the peripheral of that yeah and I was still living at home and I was so, I remember just being so miserable and really questioning my decision. It was too late for me to make the decision to go to uni. But that was really horrible. It was a time in my life where I just felt like I didn't belong. And there were times when, you know, my friend, I'd be like, oh, do you want to do something? And say, oh, no, sorry, can't, because doing this. Yeah. And I didn't blame them for it, but I, I remember feeling it's starting to feel very personal. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, you weren't in that environment. You guys are all just ditching. Yeah. I mean, I was the one that ditched, but that was high school was the only time I had a friend group. Mm. And that was like, I know a lot of people that have friend groups and that's for me quite foreign because I, I'm the same as you. I've got friends. I've got really good friends here and there, mm. but I don't have a specific group of friends that I live near and I'm hanging out with all the time mm. and I'm like chop, like seeing one or the other or going yeah, out like, for group events I can or say like when having you, drinks with like, them all. Over a weekend, it's like, oh, what is everyone doing? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know. That's so foreign. <laughs> like there's definitely like we've got a friend, like Joe's wider friend group, but we're kind of sitting on the outside of that. Mm. We've got another one of Joe's what, friend groups from high school and we're sitting on the outside of that. I can't think of any I can't think of any friend groups that I'm actually in. in. I've got, like, there's you, there's Avery, who's nearby. Regan's up north. Sean, Hannah, up north. My friends, the rest of my friends all live in the UK. Yeah, I kind of have, yeah, I don't yeah. have a, 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 a friendship group. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit weird. It's weird, eh? And yeah. it's like these people that just are constantly socialising I'm quite intrigued now. Friendship groups intrigue me, but like socializing with the same people every week. And I'm kind of like, half of me is like, that's kind of cool. And then half of me is like, I'm happy just playing Sims with my friends <laughs> on Sims. Um, yeah, this I'm kind yeah. of the same. And I sometimes find myself being not judgmental, but being like, oh my gosh, you just go out with the same group of people yeah. every weekend to the same place. And then I sort of catch myself and I'm like, I don't do anything every weekend. I, I'm not in the same. I'm still in the same place. Am I like a bit not jealous of you, but am yeah. I just kind of being a little bit of a salty ass bitch because I'm like I don't have that yeah. and I've never had that. Like you know, people I've had like relatives ask me, "Are you going out this weekend?" It's like 
With who? With who? I don't have any friends. Yeah. Who am I supposed to go out with? <laughs> I honestly, no, I think I'm the same. Like I'm so maybe a little bit of jealousy. I don't know. At the same time, I'm, I don't envy it because I'm like, I'm really happy with my yes. life and the connections that I've got and the people that I talk to. And that's what, yeah, that's really value. Yeah. Is that those really strong connections. And someone that struggled with family issues in my like actual, which is my family, family. Yeah. Like, it's really important to have those strong connections in the people that you choose to be your family absolutely and they they are the people that have really truly helped me through everything yeah and yeah but it's yeah. I think everyone's different and it's like each your own like yeah yeah and I think I mean those people often that have the massive friendships also have very close friends within that friendship group yeah they just they're just a lot more social than us yeah we're just absolutely not, we're just not the same playing brownies yeah but so that's our friendship group. <laughs> Me and my it's, Sims. It's just people we create on Sims. Rosie right? and I have just recently restarted playing Sims, oh so we're a bit obsessed at the moment. Yeah. Although, and to come back in a week's time and we'll be like, yeah, we're not touching that shit for yeah. another seven months. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when we're yeah. back on it. <laughs> um, although Maddie made me as a toddler and she threw this big birthday party for one of the other toddlers. Uh, actually, he was older than you. That's your older brother. <laughs> okay, it was his birthday. And she's like, and he's the golden child. And he was, when I looked over her shoulder, he was being super freaking naughty. You're always angry. And it's like, I'm at the point where I use all my cheats to be like, make happy, make happy, because you're just like, eh, this dollhouse isn't good enough. Whereas the other toddler, the third one, she's just like, mm, I don't mind. I don't mind. She's just fat, hopeless and Sim, not the, independent. The I, Sims games became a bit too realistic. I know. Like, <laughs> I sure wondered. My one became extremely realistic. So I created, I just decided not to make Maddie and Joe because I couldn't be bothered to look after that many human yeah. beings. So I just made me and Floss and Patch. <laughs> and it was weirdly realistic. It so was, within though. the first like 10 seconds, Patch was barking loads, drinking out of puddles, drank out the toilet. Um, it became, and this little notification came up. It was like, Patch can become obsessed with random objects in the house, but he just stared at the coffee machine in the kitchen. Well, and I then a coffee machine—I couldn't afford one. Yeah, I do cheats. Luxury. Yeah, no, I'm trying to. This is the first game I've actually done where I've not been like, "Here's all my money." Oh my god! No. I know. So that's why you have triplets, and we all live in one like prison room. <laughs> <laughs> I took out half the interior walls because I'm like, no, there's for um, cost saving purposes. Yeah. I actually renovated my house. And it looks nicer. And I've saved money. Yeah, because we all live in one big open living space. Yeah, but it looks nicer from the outside. Yeah, true. It did look Anyway, we should probably get back on track. (laughs) (laughs) That is on track. Yeah, true. I have a fun chat GPT, not crazy question. So I was trying to do this yesterday and I was like, write me a funny and rogue question. It might be the most boring questions. Like, I'm not going to lie, chat GPT, GPT is not... It, on my side at the moment oh no it's I don't, just uh, too lame right now like the yeah, answers that's coming out with i'm like this is dull it goes through phases where it's like this is rubbish oh, I, oh no. I asked it to write someone asked me to rewrite their bio for them and i was like yeah i don't have time for this but i'm gonna try do it anyway and so i put it into chat gtp and i was like can you just change the tone to make it a little bit more approachable and friendly and then also like i put in a few other things and it came out and I was like, hey, 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 what's up? <laughs> I'm Sam. And I was like, 
Oh dear. Oh, oh, no. oh okay. Oh, I'll no. just redo this myself. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, it is not. It is not good. Sometimes it has. It definitely has its limitations. And I think what I like using it for is like just a springboard. Yeah. Sometimes when I can't, when I have a real prompt ideas, like, lack of inspiration, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to use this to springboard. Yeah. So I can create ideas yeah. and it just and I'll often rewrite everything it says mm. but it's given me the starting point yeah. which is which can be the hardest point to come to and different perspectives as well so I yes think. so it wrote me some really boring questions like would you rather be like fight like a duck-sized horse or like hundreds of duck-sized horses or a horse-sized duck and I was like no boring another Another one. Definitely another one. Another a horse-sized dog. <laughs> I would tame that and ride it away. Um, My alien land. <laughs> that would be so scary. You're also quite scared of... You're also quite scared of birds. You wouldn't... I don't no. know if you'd like it. I'd, I wouldn't like it. I'd rather have loads of little miniature horses. Actually, yeah, to be fair, I don't think about that. Because <gasps> then you could... You, know that, like, you wouldn't have to fight them. You know that little horse set that you used to... That you'd have oh, as kids yeah. with them? You could do it in real life. Oh my God, that would actually be so much fun. Yeah. And Although, they probably couldn't hurt you that much. No, exactly. Just give you like little nips. It wouldn't really hurt. Yeah, little The kids. correct answer. Although ducks actually hurt when they bite you, so maybe... Yeah, they do not. Okay. Anyway, what is the actual question? Maybe it can be your like... You can bring duck duck back. Oh, duck duck. duck would be the size of a horse. Yeah, he was actually cool though. Yeah, he was cool. He'd be quite cool. And we could just duck duck in the end. Bella got him. Oh dear. He tried to follow. He liked. This is a quick side note. This is a little duck that I had. I rescued, and then he lived in our bathtub for six months, and then I ended up like introducing him to my horse, and he like loved my horse, and he'd like eat food from underneath her. They were like best buddies, and then he'd sit on her at night. It was so super cute. And then I took her out for a ride one day and he tried to follow. And then my dog got him. And oh, she didn't kill him. I think she got him twice. But and he was a bit crooked in his neck, but he was okay. It was like not yeah. broken it, but he just it. He, yeah. Just had a kink and then yeah, she got him again and RIP. That's why we don't get terriers. Yeah, terriers are yeah, you need to be you need to do some research before you get a terrier, because my yeah. gosh, they are. Yeah, I love. She's an Irish terrier. Yeah, she's an Irish terrier, right? Yeah. Oh, little devil. They she's are gorgeous. Can, they can be devils. One's border terrier. It's a bit difficult. Mm. Anyway, Karma got her. Just like to say, no, Karma got her. That's a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She ended up having a stroke, and her head was crooked too for the last probably year oh, of her life. So that was, that was probably duck duck. Yeah, duck duck coming from like being like bish. Gave me a crooked neck. Yeah. You're gonna have a crooked neck. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um. Rest in peace, both Bella and Duck Duck. <laughs> Rosie, <laughs> what is this question? <laughs> this question is, if you were a hot dog and you were stranded on a desert island with nothing but condiments, <laughs> which condiment would you want to be stranded with and why? <laughs> I was just like, it was just creating all these lame questions and I followed this and I was like, fine, this will do. If you were a hot dog. What the fuck is this question? <laughs> right. I don't know. Like, why, know why would you? <laughs> I know the answer to my question, yes. <laughs> Can I hear your answer first? Mine would be Chick-fil-A sauce because it is oh. so delicious. It's you not... can't eat it. You're a hot dog. Yeah, but I'd be covered in it and I'd just be there like. And I assume the hot dog takes on the flavor. I don't know. But do hot dogs have little mouths? And then people will want to eat you. Well, you're on a desert island. 
This is the weirdest um, question I grant you that. That's the whole point. Yeah. Um, someone's going to take some thought. And would the, would the Chick-fil-A sauce protect the hot dog from the sun? I mean, any sauce would, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably, but that way doesn't matter your hot dog. <laughs> 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 hmm. And it's only one. One condiment. Yeah, which condiment is the one condiment? I'm trying to think of something super gross so that then if someone fell off a shipwreck, well, it didn't fall off a shipwreck because it would already be drowned, but fell off a boat and ended up on this desert island, if it was super gross, they wouldn't eat me. Yeah, fair. They'd eat me because chicken yeah. sauce is delicious. Yeah. So, like, I don't really know any gross condiments. Mm. I would be fish sauce. Can that be an answer? Yeah, that can be an answer. <laughs> oh, would you want to be made out of, like, that really disgusting, like, pickled herring stuff? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. 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 You're just be and straight. that's why. Okay. So I'm go. not that edible. <laughs> What really, yeah, that really triggers your creativity yeah, in the morning. Exactly, exactly. I'm asking deep questions here. Yeah. Um, and there's probably some psychological thing yeah. in that. But yeah, we'll debunk it, depack it, de, I don't know. We'll unpack it one day. Let there us know which condiment you yeah. would be. We should put this question on our story. Yeah, we should. That's a great question. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you, Elon. <laughs> okay. Rosie's Country Roundup. See, I did that real quick today. You did that real quick today. Yeah, I did. Um, I can't believe we got to talk about this last week, but have you seen the Hayley Bieber, Selena Gomez, Kylie Jenner drama? I mean, I've seen headlines and I've scrolled past it. So I did this, <laughs> I read through this entire Twitter thread the other day because I was like, I don't really understand this. So, and I'm still kind of fully not understanding it but so many of my like instagram things at the minute like Haley's been copying selena forever blah 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 and there's like rumors that Haley's dad who's not alec bald stephen baldwin he's the he's the dad in gossip girl he's serena vanderwoodson's dad oh yeah hmm. and he like has basically the, the whole family's been plotting to get Haley in front of justin bieber and that they've been like purposely putting themselves like in the way trying to set it up and that Haley's been like copying Selena for years and years and is it's this like, a theory this is a theory oh my god people have yeah. people have so much time on their hands honestly to come so up with much time on their hands but obviously there was rumors that Haley was taking because obviously Selena has um people have been pointing out that Selena's been gaining weight and mm. which who the fuck she, is? she looks so hot she I saw that photo of her so amazing. the other day and you can like she looks amazing. I could see that she's slightly thicker than Miley, but I didn't think she put on weight. I thought no. she was just slightly thicker. And she just looks, I think she, she looks, looks good. She looks amazing. And yeah. she just looks like happy, happy and yeah. healthy. And it's so nice to see that. In yeah. the, and I think it's a really important role model is that just someone mm. that is just happy Normal. in their body and whatever shape it may be. Yeah. And they're just, but, um, that normal But yeah. And she also got her like eyebrows laminated and they came mm. out really dark and she was like joking about it on instagram mm. and then there was a kylie jenner posted a screenshot of her and Haley on facetime to each other this is what always weirds me out like celebrities just acting like us 
and like being FaceTime to each they other. They are people. They are people. I was just kind of they are people. That they're people. Although their conversations would be quite different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so it is quite painful. <laughs> it's quite painful listening to them on the Kardashians. Um, but yeah, and then like there's this thing about Haley where she's like, "Are they too dark?" And like with her eyebrows like super up close, and thinking that taking the piss out of uh. Selena. And there's just been all this like random beef and obviously people love to add to the Haley and Serena Selena Selena this is without too many gossip girls around Selena narrative and yeah it's just very weird but then Selena commented on a TikTok of Kylie's and being like no it's all good like Kylie and I are good and Kylie replied being like yay or something like that and just but it's just very weird it's a very strange thing and but no I have to say I was slightly convinced by one of these Haley Bieber like copying Selena and yeah. basically kind of trying to like work her way yeah. into Justin's life type thing. I just find Haley Bieber a bit just like nothing she does is that impactful. Yeah, like, she's always just kind of serving like she's just there, mid, and she just has like she's yeah. she is beautiful, but she's just she's gorgeous. It's just like eh. I don't yeah. know. I always find all of her like red carpet looks and stuff just a bit like. Yeah, the voice part is she doesn't dress herself either. No, which is yeah for all of them. It is the worst part. Yeah, it, <laughs> sometimes sometimes you really just need to fire a stylist like Margot yeah. Robbie being put in endless Chanel. Oh yeah, yeah. But mm. yeah, and it's just been yeah, it's been. But people, I think the main moral of the story is people have way too much time on their hands yeah. to come up with. I always think this is well about people that run like fan accounts. Yeah, for people. Yeah, I know, and it's like. Like I, I just don't get it. I saw obviously um, in like the build up to because where I've tweeted about Ted Lasso a few times mm. and the build up to it, like all these suggested things are coming up on Twitter where it's like all these fan accounts. Where's the time to run a Ted Lasso fan account? Yeah, what? Where's the time to just <laughs> obsess over one person? Yeah, that's what stresses me out. Is I'm like this person that's had the time to go like all the way back and like look at Selena and look at yeah. Hayley and compare them at different like, times to, oh, God. it's just like do you have a job or is no. this your, is this your it's job just, is this your life and how much are you getting paid for this because because ruining other people well not ruining other people's lives but just starting rumors about other people and yes if it's true then it's not a rumor but actually still who cares I want I also spill the secrets because we want to know what you're doing for a living that means yeah. you don't have to work and you can just make Selena, celebrities. Selena and Hayley Bieber like theory videos because yeah. we don't want to do that but we just want to you know we just want to know how that even works <laughs> who's paying you um, <laughs> oh my god poor Selena yeah I do feel quite sorry for Selena Gomez. yeah I've always um, quite liked her because she's just been quite Quiet. One thing I don't really understand. She's like one of the most followed people on Instagram. She is the most followed. One of the most followed person on Instagram. No, she is now, isn't she? Yeah, I she think. is. Yeah. And like one of the most listened to artists on like Spotify and stuff. I like Selena Gomez, but wouldn't really ever listen to her music. And I don't know anyone that does. I can't think of any of her songs aside from like the Disney stuff. Yeah, but she's extremely popular. Huh. Fair play to her. There you go. Who knew? Um, do you remember? Do you remember when like Ellen went through that massive phase and you'd have all those like yeah. weirdly talented kids? Do you remember that little girl that sang super bass? Yes. I've... She's just had a baby. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw her Instagram not long ago, but I didn't realize she had a baby. She's literally just had a baby. 
How old is she? I think 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are 200 years old. She's, I've noticed, I've looked at her Instagram and I feel really sad because I've noticed that she has a lot of, like, fillers and then, I know. It's I know. just like, oh, why? Um, yeah, no, she's, she just had a baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can remember when, yeah, they'd be, she'd be there, like, singing a little super bass, but no, she's just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That went, that was a massive period that like where Ellen, the Ellen show was really popular and you just watched the videos on YouTube of just yeah. like random kids and random people doing like stuff. talented people. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Her and her sister though were like really good. Yeah, they were. But yeah, now they're entertainment. Yep. Now <laughs> she know. is a mother. I listened to one of her recent songs and oh I was god. like, oh my god, please don't. Oh god. Oh, that oh is god. so cringe. Um, and that's interesting. Huge. Yeah. Oh, and the Oscars are coming up. Yes, I didn't and, know that. And there's this amazing video of Jamie Lee Curtis being interviewed, and she's like, "Why aren't you going to the Oscar nominees dinner?" And she's like, "Because I go to bed early and I don't want to go." And I was like, "That is some muddy ball energy vibes, <laughs> vibes." There was something else I saw, um, and I was like, "I'm surprised you didn't add this to your roundup." And yes, I don't know. No, and I've forgotten that I told you. Right? I was yes. like, "Rosie, why don't you tell me about this?" Yes, um, and I can't remember what it is. Oh no, which means I have to scroll through, would have to scroll through the Instagram. Oh, and obviously Miley Cyrus doing the Disney Plus thing. Oh yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. Backyard Sessions. Yes. How so, many years? 14 years since the climb. 14 years since the climb, apparently. Um, wow. Which me. I actually refuse to believe because that would make us too old. Mm. Do you know what? I'm going through our Instagram DMs. I did send know, it to you, right? Yeah, you did. Mm. And do you know what I really still want to do? Is the, um, the go to the trampoline park. <laughs> that looks really fun but I want to do it whilst drunk oh my god the moral of the story is we send each other too much stuff on Instagram are you meaning the trampoline park where that lady had to be pulled out <laughs> yes I am do you know we should just start resharing all these videos to our story yeah we really should we really should except some of them might not be appropriate anyway we'll find it later and we'll bring it up next yes, week yes we will but yeah um, we send each other too much wedding updates what's happening did you know because I don't know no no, 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 sorry. Um, this is awkward. Um, no. Uh, a lot of people I know I've seen get married recently. Well, there you go. That's a wedding. There we go. That's, That's a wedding. A wedding day. Day. Um, um, have you had any, you haven't had any more recent dreams that the wedding is happening like today? No, I haven't actually. My wedding dreams have been very on the down low. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's actually pretty. Yeah pretty tame at the moment i need to get everything sorted and i need to get everything sorted quite fast yes but yeah catering's expensive just an fyi i'm considering eloping but joe's like no you'll regret it and i'm like yeah fair but still part of me is like haha why don't we just get marcus coming and do it <laughs> we'll just go pick it up <laughs> the venue won't actually allow it did you know no yeah the venue are like no we have to we have to pre-approve your catering i'm like this is the most bullshit we're paying almost 10 i should probably i shouldn't say that we're paying a lot of money yeah almost ten dollars <laughs> oh, paying a whole ten dollars for a venue wow. and they're like no we have to pre these are our three pre-approved caterers if you want anyone else outside of this which we do because i've looked at them all but Freaking expensive. And like actually, quite often. 15 grand. Quite often. They're not even that nice. No, and I don't want to sit down and have a three-course meal. No. And they're like, oh, but they do buffets. I'm like, I don't want to sit down and 
look at a buffet. I like. want a shitting buffet. I don't want a seated. I don't want anyone to have to sit in one spot. Because I hate weddings like that. You yeah. feel like so siloed. Yes, you do. And that's, yeah, that's another that's yeah. sort of thing where you really find out your place in terms of like, your friendships. Your friendships, because you're like, you're sat at the kids' table. Yeah. Good job. Last wedding I went to, I sat at the kids' table. Did you? Yes, I was like 21 years old. Oh my gosh. Was that the last wedding you went to? Yeah, I haven't been to a wedding oh in years. Oh, because I, I don't have, like, you're kind of the yeah. first of my yeah. my friends to get married. So, and I don't obviously have like, with it just being me being like single and on my own, I didn't have a, yeah. like, like, you know how you go to weddings because it's Joe's friends getting married yeah. because he's just that bit older than yeah. you. So like his friends are getting married. I didn't have that. So yeah. The last wedding I went to, it was a family one and I had a family table. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually, aside from one little bit, it was actually a lot of fun because we yeah, just got, family weddings are yeah. It's a really great time to catch up with all of your family, and it's yeah. fun. And then you get like shit faced with your like aunties and stuff, and it's and then you go home and dance and on the go, floor and, you go home. and then pass out. I said, Maddie, the the van stuck. Can you come and help us push it? No, I'm dancing. I'm dancing. And then when they came back, I was on the floor like, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> Joe's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. The closest you've ever come to throwing up. The closest I've ever come to throwing up the alcohol. Fun facts. Yay. Um, I think. I think that's it. Beautiful. Thank you Wonderful. so much for joining us for Thanks another for week. Having, yeah. Thanks for having us. And Next look at also week. us being organized and recording this not on like Thursday morning. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, actually, we have a bit of a surprise for you next week. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Rosie's in Texas. I mean, that's not the surprise. No, we're... Just oh, sorry. That's the surprise. <laughs> I'm going to Texas. Hey! Goodbye. I'm going to be reporting live oh. from a dude ranch. I'm not. A dude ranch? Yeah. Have you... There's like ranches outside Texas. But I don't think we went to a ranch. I think I might try. I'll try and drag my mum to do one. Do you have accommodation? You do, but you oh, do want to go and visit one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. My mum doesn't really like. My mum doesn't really like things like that, though. And this has been a very stressful time in my life. Is trying to organise international travel with my mother. Oh my god! And she <laughs> rings me yesterday. She's like, "The airline have sent me these documents that I need to get." I'm like, "Can you just forward me the email and yeah. I'll just have a look?" And she's like, "Do I need an Esther as well? I do I need a visa as well as an oh, Esther?" And I was god. like, "No, the Esther is, is the visa." <laughs> Do I need this? Should I do this? What is this? I'm like, oh, bless. Yeah. So, yes, that's exciting. It's exciting. But yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Have a lovely week. week.